Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome. I'm your host, Ramonda Jan, the founder of Women Thrive Media, visibility expert and inspirational speaker. I founded this global community for women, so every woman who is starting or running a business can feel like she has found a place to belong. So every woman is empowered to use her voice and share her message with the world. Hi, and welcome to another episode with Women Thrive. I'm so excited to have you back here with another interview with one of our amazing speakers for the Women Thrive Summit. So today we're talking about how how to have more by doing less with quantum energy. And my special guest is Kristen Lemaster. Hi, Kristen. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm very good. Where are you joining us from? I am in San Francisco, California in the States. Oh, beautiful. Well, I am so excited to introduce you to Kristen because Kristen, she personally, she inspires me with the things that she's doing and a topic that she will be revealing today to our listeners. So she works all, her work is all related to quantum energy, energy healing from different fields. So Kristen Lamassa is energy coach and the founder of Soulful Navigation. Her passion is helping busy people who are exhausted, unfulfilled, and caught in self-improvement cycle to get unstuck and learn ways to use their energy to create more time, ease, opportunities, vitality, so they can focus on the right things that matter the most. And I know that a lot of people on this journey in trying to go through healing and trying to live up better lives, just feeling stuck. So today I want to make sure that we cover some of this topic in much more detail together and help people really get unstuck in their energy journey. So Kristen, tell us a little bit more about yourself because you've got an amazing story and you've done so much work in this particular field. So I'm so excited for our audience to get to know you, who you are. Oh, great. Well, thank you. So I am a scientist and an engineer. So I wanted to live a practical life. I had um, had an experience when I was a teenager where I watched a dear friend die of cancer who was also my age. And when he died, I was really angry at everyone around me because the whole time we were with him on his journey, I kept seeing that there was this energy solution. I didn't really know what to call it, you know, at the age of 17, but I was like, there's a spiritual way that we can help his body heal to help his soul heal. And I just kind of trusted the adults in our life saw it and knew it. And when he died, I realized there was such a strong disconnect between our spirit and how we actually live our day-to-day lives. And my reaction to that as a rebellious teenager was actually to just cut myself off from my own spirituality. 
And so I went right into engineering school and I got to live in this world that had predictable rules. Um, you know, it, there wasn't a lot of emotion. You didn't use your intuition. You kind of used what, you know, the calculations told you. So it was a very safe place to live. Um, and I, and I do, I love science and math, you know, it was something that is a strength and, and I did have a joy for it, but what I found as I walked down that path where like my analytical mind was making all of the decisions around safety, protection, health was I just started to experience like chronic health symptoms. Like, um, I had feet pain that nobody could figure out. And I went to every doctor, every alternative medicine. I tried every supplement out there, yoga, stretching, um, you know, we had infertility struggles as well. So I was starting to have all of these symptoms that nobody could figure out. Um, and then I also too started to feel stuck. I started to feel like the best part of my day was when I got to crawl back into bed at night and, and go to sleep and, and rest and kind of enter into that kind of dream world. So, you know, it was then, and I was probably in my mid twenties at this point that I realized that. I had overcorrected <laughs> and it was time to get back on my spiritual path. And because I had such a strong science and energy background, I started to study energy healing from the science and the uh, kind of quantum physics standpoint. So over the last 20 years, I have studied more than 30 different modalities. I love to go out and test and try different things. And as an engineer, I also, I want to find those practices that are repeatable, right? The ones that you can use over and over again, the ones that are efficient, the ones that are powerful. So that's kind of, I'm coming to the table now with this experience of coming at it from science and also just having tested and tried a whole bunch of things to figure out like what actually works. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. I love that your background is because a lot of people question the energy and spiritual work. I was like, how much can you back it up by science? Because a lot of it is belief, it's faith, it's the unseen. And here you are coming from an area which is very much backed by science, by research and numbers and sort of proofs into energy. How is that transition for you? And is there a transition or is there more connection than there is differences, I guess, in the two? You know, I had a I had a transition probably about 15 years ago that felt like I ran face first into a brick wall. And the transition was this, Kristen, you can only science so far. And at some point you have to surrender into the trust and the faith. And it's so funny because, <clears throat> you know, I also was never a religious person, didn't have the greatest religious experience growing up. And I used to get really mad when people brought divinity into the conversation about energy. I would be like, why are you talking about God? I'm talking about science. And they would be like, why are you talking about science? We're talking about God. And it used to be this like really big struggle. And then one day I, I hit this brick wall and I realized, you know what? We're all explaining the same thing. And we will only be able to understand a small fraction of it. There, there is so much infinite potential and what we call miracles. There's so much out there. We will never be able to explain it by science. So, um, so I did, I had that surrender where I said, you know what, Kristen, you're not going to understand it fully. And we're going to let the divinity in 
we're going to let the uncertainty in, right? The uncertainty is hard for humans. <laughs> so, so now I kind of come at it more. And, and this is, I will say, this is like probably the, the biggest aha moment that I've had in all of my studying. And that is experience matters so much more than knowledge, right? So you can spend years collecting knowledge, taking all the programs, learning about quantum physics, but you could also do none of that, go out and just experience and still just have incredible energy healing experiences. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> and <laughs> somewhere in between, between the rational mind, the one that likes planning and I love business and I love strategy. And then there's the other side of me that just leans into the intuition and the feeling and the faith and then trusting that I will be held in this process and kind of surrendering as you say sometimes you just have to surrender and have that faith somehow things will just work out and they always do so someone that is curious to go on this journey we talked a little bit about healing how can someone get into the energy work to start looking into areas of their lives that they can start to improve Sure. I would say the four areas that I see the most have a really big outcome when working with the energy are health, relationships, career, and overall well-being, meaning being more spiritually engaged in their life. Um, that's kind of more of a blanket area, but you know, we get to a certain age and we start to feel that, that spiritual urgency, right? And and, you know, I always like to say, um, sometimes it feels like we have a soul ache, right? You know, um, and we just want to be more on our spiritual path. So that's kind of what I mean by by overall well-being. So I have my favorite programs that I go to, but I would say the very first thing that I would recommend to people is to pause for a minute and make a really big paradigm shift in how they view themselves and how they view the world. And um, it, it goes like this. And this was a big aha moment. I know it was for me. And, and I love, I do a lot of teaching and I love it when people are like, <gasps> so, so the paradigm shift is this, we hear a lot about mind, body, spirit. Okay. It's, it's all over everywhere, all over commercialism and marketing and mental health. I mean, it's so beautiful that we're talking about the balance of mind, body, spirit. But oftentimes when we hear that, we're hearing messages that say all three are, are equal and that you should find that perfect balance. The paradigm shift that I think folks can make right off the bat to kind of start with their energy journey is to try out, just try out this acknowledgement that the spirit is actually in charge. The spirit is the boss. The spirit is bigger. And the mind and the body are actually employees to the spirit. So if you take a moment to stop and think about this, what this means is that we're a spirit first that happens to have a physical body and a mind. We're not a body that happens to have energy, right? It's, it's the other way around. And when you start to view yourself as energy first, and then you, you look up and you look around and you're like, wow, everything here is energy that immediately will open you up to receive 
the frequencies, the vibrations, the information, so much of energy is about wisdom and information. And we tend to lock ourselves down and not receive the energy. But when you recognize that you actually are energy first, it will start to open you up to start to receive some of these healing, healing frequencies, which we live in an energy field. You know, we just have to open ourselves up to, uh, to receive it. Oh, wow. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. (laughs) (laughs) Because as I say, we are energy to start with. We are ourselves, the energy, and we can make a huge shift even for other people. And for those who actually do work in this field, you know that you can use your energy to start and influence healing for other people and create a huge movement. Imagine how people create movements out of nothing so first and foremost you are the energy let's say you happen to have a body who is your (laughs) your helper in executing all of those things so using this paradigm shift how can we work more with our energy and perhaps the energies that we live in in order to facilitate the healing and the personal growth or spiritual growth, should I say, um, to make our lives better. Sure. So I, so I teach a group coaching program and I always say that this program has the best start you'll ever see in any program because the first week we do something called stop trying and we literally (laughs) just stop trying. (laughs) And you know, there's, there's this, again, like so much is counterintuitive about quantum energy. And there's a, there's like this magical paradox in energy that says, when you do less, you can receive more. And, and what we mean by doing less is literally less physical, mental, and emotional effort. Okay. When we come up against, um, a barrier in our life, um, a health problem in our life, a relationship issue, like we're, being held down at work and we just can't figure out why, or if we have a goal that we want to achieve, like maybe there's no barrier, but you're like, I want to unlock the next great phase of my life. And and we, what we do is we go at it. We lean forward and very, in a very masculine energy, we go with the physical effort, the mental effort, the emotional effort. And we're mostly back in our mind, right? Now our mind thinks it's the boss. (laughs) And a lot of times we get into like a forced frequency. And you absolutely can, can make incremental progress that way all of us have in our lives. I think if you really want to tap into the potential of the energy field is to stop trying, okay? So release your physical, mental, and emotional effort. And now let's do the energetic effort. Let's do the spiritual effort by working in the energy field instead of working in this physical world. So- what that looks like is, well, number one, I should just say, because I, I do feel like this is a really important qualifier. Um, you know, don't, don't stop your medications, you know, don't stop going to the doctor. <laughs> you know, there are certain things that you don't stop. Um, but what it looks like is um, making some time in your day to just sit. And it's not sit in meditation. It literally is sit, start to bring your awareness from the outside world into your body. And the more awareness we can bring into our inner world, 
the more of our energy we're embodying, right? So every energy program you will ever take will tell you energy follows thought, okay? When we tune out the outside world and we tune in to what's happening in our body, you will already be getting that flow going, okay? And the more that you can bring your awareness in and just be that witness of, oh, my pinky finger is like tingling or twitching. You know, you, you observe it, you don't interpret it. That's your energy speaking to you through your body. So again, it's, it's release the physical, mental, and emotional effort, come into your body, and then just start to get to know what it feels like to dialogue with your energy, to feel the flow of your energy, to start to feel maybe where there isn't a lot of flow. And by taking these first steps, again, we're opening ourselves up to receive the wisdom of our spirit to lead us through those barriers or to lead us to our goals. I was just going to say, you know, what I find that I experience when I do that is the inner knowing, the inner wisdom appears all of a sudden, you know, the struggles that you felt or the questions you had in that moment of quietness, the answers start to come in on their own. So, you, and it sounds so counterintuitive. It sounds almost too easy. <laughs> It, it really is. We're so we're taught we're, we are taught we can have anything if we just keep working harder. And it, it it's the opposite. If you stop working so hard, you can you can receive. <laughs> You're just making this really exciting. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, no, if, I, don't, I don't have to put it, in the effort. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you, you do. So here's here's where the physical effort comes in. Right. And it's funny. I, so I'm an engineer. I have a flow chart to show you, but I'll I'll try to describe it with my words. But Let's say you have a health issue, right? And you've hit that barrier and you're not making progress and you are trying everything, every different doctor, every supplement, every different style of yoga, you're trying it all and you you can't push through the barrier. Um, we've already talked about it. So you stop trying to physically, mentally, and emotionally push the barrier. You stop, you start to receive, and then you can get very specific with a whole bunch of different energy practices. Like, you know, there's practices where you can go into the unified field and download your unique DNA code for healing and bring that vibration into your body. Um, you can bring in divine energy to help you heal. I mean, there when you can really get specific with the type of energy work that you're doing, but when you stop in the stillness and you're receiving and you're working in the energy field and you break through that barrier, then what you've done is you've created opportunities. You've created synchronicities. Then you need to go back to your physical, mental, and emotional effort so that you um, act on the opportunities that you've created. So it's not like you're doing nothing. It's that you are more shifting. When do you use your physical, mental, and emotional effort? And when do you use your energetic effort? So still, still a little bit of that traditional effort, but it that comes after, comes after you've created a new circumstance in your life. I'm just, I'm so curious. It's like uh, crawling into a cave and just exploring all these things now. <laughs> You're leading us on a path. Okay, so what are some of your favorite energy practices that perhaps you use or you help your clients to use and tap into? Sure, okay. So I wanna tell you my favorite practice that I use every day and my kids use it and I call it clear the path. 
and literally, so energy before action, right? This is the idea. Um, I use it to find parking spots everywhere I go. So this is, and parking spots is like such a small example of what you can do to clear the path, but I'm getting in the car. We're late. We're always late. We're running late. And I'm like, God, I need, and I live in a city, right? I was like, oh, I need that parking spot right in front. And if I'm going to get the kids to their activity on time. So I'll, I'll yell back to the kids. I'll be like, Hey, Hey sweeties, can you create that parking spot for us when we get there? And, and literally what we're doing is we're, we're in the physical world, we're in the human world and I'm driving them in the human world, but I'm going into the energy field and I'm using my energy. I'm calling in my spirit helpers, right. Who are kind of that disembodied energy who has volunteered to walk side by side with you through life to help you. And I'm like clearing the path to that parking spot just with energy. And I've got my spirit helpers doing, I got the kids doing it. And literally every single time we pull to the place, there's no parking, somebody pulls out and we pull right in, right? So that's a really good visual for what we mean by clear the path, right? You're doing all the work in the energy field. Now you can then start to apply this to um, health issues, right? Where you imagine a path and on the other side of the path, you are living your optimal health. You're, you have vitality. You are free of pain. You um, are free of cancer. Like what, whatever it is, you picture yourself on the other side of the field. And and this is more of a a deeper journey that we do, where we journey to the energy field. And then we just work there and we clear that path. We ask our spirit helpers, we bring in gold energy. We bring in, you know, divine energy. we bring in like whatever feels good to us. And we clear that path. And then we come back into our body. We anchor that energy into our physical body. And then here comes the tricky part. And this is where I think people have the most hardest time you have to come back and there will be uncertainty because you have no idea how it's going to unfold for you, right? So you have to just keep your eyes open and you have to say, you know, I did the energy work. This outer reality will line up with that energy work, but I don't know exactly how. So I'm staying fully present in each moment. I have no expectations. I literally am going to sit back like I'm watching a movie and I'm going to wait until the opportunity that I just created presents itself. So um, that's one, that one's my favorite. I love clear the path. And, and I will say every once in a while, I will pull up and there won't be a parking spot. And I'm like, what the, <laughs> you know, and then I'll drive around the block and there'll be a spot like further down on the block. And um, this happened actually the other day and I ended up parking like eight spots away and, you know, like probably like a full block down, I was a little bit annoyed and I came out and a tree had fallen, you know, we had such that those winds and start and a tree had fallen. I have a picture, the tree fell on a car, um, very close to where I was trying to intend to park. Right. So that's just an example of how you can go in the energy field and create, and you can kind of have an expectation, but you actually won't know how it will unfold. So being nimble in the physical world and being able to keep your eyes out for opportunities and, and getting comfortable with that uncertainty, I think is, is kind of the magic. <laughs> I'm so glad you, oh, because I was going to ask that because sometimes energy there is also to protect us, not just to give us what we want. And as we say, if you do get annoying, like oh, that didn't work. 
you know, that kind of expectation. And sometimes energy and, you know, the quantum physics is almost saving us. Is protecting us, and that's why you may not be getting what you're praying for, or you're trying to manifest into your life because it's is there to save you. Yeah, I mean, and and that that was so eloquently said. Thank you for bringing that up because basically, what we are doing is we are surrendering to the trust that um, every spirit knows what it's doing. Right. Um, we trust in the collective, we trust in the wisdom of the divine energy. We actually, and two, something that doesn't get talked about a lot, we trust in the energy of the earth, right? She is a she is an equal co-creator with us, just like the energy of the cosmos. And at some point we do have to like trust in divine timing. And we have to trust that when we are struggling, there's something that we, there's a gift in there somewhere that will help us expand and grow. Um, so absolutely that, and that's where the faith I feel like comes in. You just kind of have to say, okay, I'll wait. And you show me, you know, (laughs) it's hard sometimes though, for sure. I mean, we are, we are human, right? It's, it can be hard. Yeah, of course, not forgetting that we are living in a physical world and not only there are personal challenges and, personal struggles and pains that we come across and you know the energy work isn't always going to save us from facing that but also what I want to kind of bring forth that universal things that's happening that perhaps weighing the universe down energy down and this is where the question comes in it's like well can the spirit help us to elevate the humanity and the awareness and sort of the positivity of everyone just getting along as they say <laughs> to make it better uh, because I feel like there's so much going on in the world and sometimes trusting the spirit or trusting this energetic work can be so hard when everything around us in the physical world seems like a challenge and it seems like it's just making it harder for us to really live this beautiful spiritual self-aware life where we can practice this work every day. Yeah. I mean, we call that the dark night of the soul sometimes, right? Where it's hard to really have a lot of spiritual growth without exploring the darkness. You know, the, there's, Uh, we just did a recent podcast series called the darkness that heals. And we talked a lot about how our minds tell us darkness is bad. War is bad. Dying, suffering is bad. And and absolutely to validate the suffering is, is horrific, but we still have to go into that darkness in order to clear it away. Um, you know, I'll also say too, in almost every energy method that I've studied, everyone is agreeing that at this time on planet earth, we are undergoing, you know, what a lot of people call the great shift. And even though it doesn't seem like it, the consciousness of the whole planet is elevating. But, um, and then the other thing that everyone seems to agree on is that we're making a shift back to the balance of the masculine feminine energies, right? We've been living in a very masculine um, energy field for a very long time. And it's not that we're going to shift to go to the other side of the pendulum and have it be all feminine energy, which, you know, by all accounts preceded, you know, the, the masculine, you know, millennia that we've been living in. 
we're coming to balance where the masculine and feminine are working together. So there is a lot happening, <laughs> um, right now, energetic, there's a lot shifting, but, um, I like to, I like to think of it like this, you know, we need chaos, we need chaos to grow. Um, this is a, a physics thing. You, you need chaos for creation, right? Um, when you think about how stars are formed in the universe, it's total chaos out there. And that's where pure creation comes from. And then the other thing I like to think about it is in science, um, I like to think that we're in a phase transition right now. So like when water is freezing into ice, there's what we call a phase transition where half the molecules are liquid and half the molecules are solid. And I always like to think of them having a conversation where the molecules are like, am I liquid? Am I a solid? Am I liquid? Am I solid? You know, and they're like, there's all this chaos and nobody knows what's happening, but eventually we move through that phase transition and where we all become ice and we all become like, you know, very organized. So when I look at some of these heavy, heavy things that are happening in our world right now, I, I always say to myself and to my kids, um, every soul knows what it's doing. Okay. We, we trust the wisdom of the earth and, you know, divine energy and, and of our spirits. Uh, we are in a shift and we need to validate the struggles that are there, but we also need to keep our eye on the ball when it comes to awakening. And then the other, the other phrase that I love so much is um, a rising tide lifts all boats, right? And what we can do is pour compassion and unconditional love into the earth, regardless of what we see on the news. We, we just pour positive energy into the field that we all live in and we let that lift all the boats. Okay. But there, there, there is a period of transition that I think, and I think maybe we haven't seen the worst of the chaos. Um, but you can kind of see even, even when healing, you know, you have to bring an infection to the surface before you can clear it away. And to me, that's what I see a lot of, a lot of what we're seeing now is an infection that maybe has been festering in our population for a while. We're bringing it to the surface so that we can clear it away. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like collectively we're definitely rising to more awareness and awakening. It's just, you know, it's really painful seeing so much chaos going on in the world. And sometimes like, you know, just trying to be balanced, just trying to hold it, to hold it all together and stay positive. And I remember we having, we had our summit right in the middle of when the war started last year and it was so hard and it was so heavy. And it's like in the midst of trying to do something so positive and transformational and for people to come together to inspire each other this thing happens on a collective level where everything just shuts down and I think that's you know and we having to go through this multiple times now in our in our energy in our collective energy which is definitely a struggle when it comes to trying to find your own equilibrium in your life I guess yeah so yeah go ahead you know if I if yeah if I could just add to because I think this is just so so important for people to hear um it's okay. It's okay to go into the darkness. And sometimes I think we try so hard to push the darkness away. And I think in, in my experience, sometimes when we also surrender to the darkness, we move through it so much faster and the more we fight it. Um, so, so, you know, with the war, I mean, so much tragedy. I know a lot of times we try to push it, push it away, push it away, make it go. 
um, sometimes what I do in my morning practice is I, I cast my energy into the region and I kind of acknowledge the darkness there. You know, it's, it's a slower, heavier frequency. And instead of trying to push it away, it's more of an acknowledgement. And then I ask, like, can I help lift some of that energy away? Um, I think, yeah, I just, I think sometimes we try to push it away too much when we should maybe move through it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that's very relevant to healing. And um, God, Kristen, we're nearly coming to time on our podcast. <laughs> this just the last thing I want to say, and perhaps ask you explore this. You know, when we don't feel, we don't heal. And a lot of the times in our in our lives, we try to run away from feeling pain, from feeling struggle, or shutting away our memories or experiences that perhaps feels very, very difficult. How do we heal those parts of ourselves or be able to go through that without having to go through it? Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, I my favorite thing about working with energy is you can clear stuff like that out without having to relive it, without having to relive the trauma and the struggle. So um, the first thing that I would recommend is to find a community that is energy-based and one that you resonate with, Okay. You can walk this energy journey alone, but again, there's a group field effect, right? And again, that rising tide lifting all boats. When you find a community that you are comfortable with, you don't have to talk, you don't have to tell them your story, but what you can do is go inside and do your personal work. And and if you want, just turn your awareness into your body and be like, where, where do I feel this heaviness in my body? Maybe it's in your throat, right? And then you just put your awareness on it. And then you can use different energy practices. Like maybe you clear your throat chakra with an energy practice, right? You're not reliving the story. You're literally saying, oh, you know, in the back here, oh, it's so sticky and gunky back here. Energetically, the the vibration is like, ugh. So then you go in and you energetically clear it without being like, now what caused that? Was it when I was five years old that, you know, you don't, you don't do that. And then you, so you clear it out and you always do it in a way where when you hit your threshold and you can't do it anymore, you stop. Maybe you come back to it and you peel off another layer and peel off another layer. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of ways that you can just work with the frequency and vibration of it, but um, having that support of the community, I think is what will accelerate, accelerate your growth and your healing. Oh, I love that. So many more questions to ask you, but um, before we wrap up today's podcast, I just want to say you are one of our amazing speakers at the Women Thrive Summit. And I'm really excited having just explored the tip of the iceberg with you in this conversation. I feel like there's so much more to learn. So what are you going to be, um, uh, I, I want to say teaching us, but covering during the Women Thrive Summit in March? Sure. Well, first of all, I just want to say like the honor is all mine being part of this summit. The group of women that you have put together is amazing. And honestly, I I learn every day that we work together. I am going to talk about spirit-led success, and it's going to be practical ways that you can dissolve this disconnect between your spirituality and your actual life. So going back to what we talked about in the beginning, that paradigm shift, how do we surrender to the wisdom of our spirit and let that lead us to success in health, career, relationships, finances, and overall well-being? Wow. 
I love it. I can't wait. So for those of you who may enjoy this conversation with Kristen, and you may be curious of how to get a little bit more access to her business, of course, there are some show notes, and we'll talk in a moment of how to find Kristen. But if you have not registered for your spot at the Women Thrive Summit, this is our annual Women Empowerment event. And we have so many amazing speakers, just like Kristen, who will be sharing things on energy healing, um, a lot of practical things. So we're going from the inner work, the mindset work, the confidence work, the healing work to more practical things around business, marketing, visibility, strategy, um, and so much more. So this summit is going for five days between the 20th to 24th of March. And we have 47 amazing speakers confirmed already. Some surprises there for you. So make sure you register your spot and make that time available to be part of this event in, in this week. And I think it's going to be an amazing time just going by what we've learned today from Kristen. I think it's just going to be such a transformative. And I have to say to you, ladies, it is going to be a transformative week. So be prepared for this journey. Kristen, what are ways to engage with you, follow you? Um, I do also know you have an app, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, I would just say download the app. I mean, anything we can do with our thumbs on our phones um, is helpful. And that's why I built the app. So it's available in Apple and Google Play. It's called Soulful Navigation. And there's a lot of really fun free stuff on there. There's a free mini course on there called What is Energy? And again, this is like 15 years of me being preoccupied with trying to figure out what energy is. Um, and there's also some, some free stuff on there, but I think that's the best way. And then from there, you can find me on social media. You can find my website, you can buy the courses and it's, it's all right there at the tip of your thumb. Yeah. Amazing. And I know during the summit, you have some gifts for attendees as well. So if you are attending the summit in March, um, register your spot for womenthrivesummit.com. And I think Kristen will be uh, sharing some more of her beautiful wisdom and gifts in the summit. But for the moment, you can go ahead and go into an app, um, go find into App Store Soulful Navigation. Kristen, today has been a pleasure. I'm sorry you ran out of time. I'd love to carry on talking to you today. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. This was wonderful. Thank you. And if you enjoyed this episode, do make sure you share it with someone or leave us a review um, for this podcast. Thank you all so much. And we look forward to seeing you on another episode. Take care for now. Bye-bye. Did you enjoy this episode? Share it with the world. Make sure to also leave a review and subscribe for future episodes.